Hello everybody, this is the Film Me In Podcast, I'm James O'Malley, you might be wondering, but James, something's horribly, horribly wrong, why are you here, and, Zan- and Xander isn't introducing it, well, here's the thing, I've taken over, you see, and I've got my trusty sidestick here, my trusty sidekick, it's David French, how are you doing, sir? Your trusty sidestick? Am, am I, I just I'm like gonna... a stick against your leg? I've been watching some Jeff Dunham recently, and like, um... <laughs> Uh, you, you know, Peanut said that Jose Jalapeno on a stick is the trusty side stick. So, uh, okay, that's yeah, that's fair enough. I have not watched that in yeah. so long. I did not understand the <laughs> reference, but thank you for explaining. <laughs> I am feeling great. I am very glad that we have a new host. It's mm-hmm. a nice little reboot for the um, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We've sadly so um, lost Xander from the podcast because yep. he was a power hungry whore. He was. He had a god complex, and we're not about that. It's about exactly. good vibes on this podcast. On this podcast, if you go and check all the social media things as well, uh, there's a new logo. There's just new everything. It's all me. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, because we got rid of Xander, we thought, you know what? We'll do him one final hurrah. And me and David this week have decided to review his favorite film, RoboCop. Yes, Robocop, specifically 1987, he famously went on the chase and mm, um, <laughs> corrected the, I don't know her name, is it the governess? I think it's the yeah, governess. the governess, yeah, Anne Corrected Hagerty, the yeah. governor Anne Haggerty, on the quote, the famous quote from Robocop, Dead or Alive, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we thought we'd uh, give him one last little bit of sunshine, a little bit of mm. limelight, and you know tell it like review his favorite film of all time but james we both had some thoughts about this movie didn't we before we like get into it like whilst we're still on the quote you know like it seems like everybody else delivers that line better than robocop 100 percent. i'm (laughs) i've heard everything even xander delivered that better than robocop everyone else delivers it better it's just like dead or alive you're coming with me and then with robocop (laughs) it's just dead or alive you're coming with me Mm. like Like, i know he's a robot but don't make him full robot yeah, in the um the modernized version, it's like it's still better, but like you know, again, it's still not as good. I feel like if you take on the mantle of RoboCop, everyone else just automatically says it better than you. I think that's, that's just how RoboCop no- works, isn't it? Like if that's- if you take on the mantle, somebody can do it better. That is one of many problems with this film, and we're here to talk about them all today. Oh, so many problems, so many. Uh, so should we just go like do what Xander used to do? Go through the plot on Wikipedia and just tear this film a new one. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So the plot of RoboCop 1987, starring Peter Weller, um, in its dystopian near future, the city of Detroit is on the brink of societal and financial collapse. Overwhelmed by crime and dwindling resources, the city grants the mega corporation Omni Consumer Products (OCP) from now on control over the Detroit police force. OCP Senior Vice President Dick Jones demonstrates ED-209, a law enforcement droid designed to supplant supplant, supplant the the police. Jesus, that's a very strange word to read. (laughs) ED-209 malfunctions and kills an executive, allowing ambitious junior executive Bob Morton to introduce the chairman, the old man. I don't, he's literally just given the old man as a, as a name in this fucking movie. They they were too lazy to give him a name. He's just the old man. To his own project, Robocop. Roll credits. Well, that's the entire plot. 
that's the entire plot that's basically what robocop is isn't it like you watch this movie as well that's pretty much what happens like is that is that the full description no that's not the full description i just said roll credits because he said robocop jesus wept okay right yeah okay so um here's the thing you know strong start you know i've got to say it was a pretty strong start you know uh getting everyone in and whatnot and then You've got the weird big robot thing. Yeah, Ed that just looks like the, 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 A chicken, basically, <laughs> with guns. That's like, you know... One, how did they get that in the office? Two, how are they just fine with that guy getting torn to shreds? By the oh, way, yeah. this is a spoiler review, and if you haven't seen Robocop 1987, get out of that rock that you're living <laughs> under. Please, you're a few years God behind, say, let's be fair. We're not... Di- we're not doing the spoiler warning. We're not doing any of that. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen Robocop 1987 and you think, oh, but James and David, you're spoiling the film. Tough. <laughs> anyway. This is a new podcast. This is the new way. <laughs> We're hard hitting people. Um, so, how, what one, how did they get that robot into the office? I have two, no how are they clue. just fine with it just ripping this guy to pieces? And Everybody three, is just okay but- with it. Number three, the, the the biggest reaction out of the old man, the guy that's in charge of this thing, he just puts his head in his hands in disappointment. That's all. That's his reaction. That's he his literally reaction. just says, "I'm disappointed in you," and then it's just like, "Okay, move on. Let's that's... go to the next project that's probably going to kill thousands of people." Yeah, it's just like you know, oh yeah, just people are expendable now in my company. <laughs> it's just like what. Oh is my it, god! Also, like, is it just me, or does Ed Two Hundred Nine look like he's created by Jim Henson? He kind of just looks like a Muppet, but with a bit more metal on him. Yeah, true. And like the thing is, it didn't even look metal. It just looked like it was made out of plastic. It looked like you could just knock it over. And And many times in this, it does get just knocked over. Oh my god, it's like got the Dalek weakness. (laughs) Yeah. It It just sounds like a crying baby, but auto-tuned. You know what? I actually like... I, I was a little bit disturbed when it fell over. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, I, it I felt like kicking a dog. Disturbed. No, no. I, I, I genuinely felt really disturbed when I was listening to it. I was like, oh my God, like, is this like some sort of, like, w- would the RSPCA be offended about this? <laughs> Peter would be coming it, after this film. It, no, no, I'm being serious. Like, I'd, like, just stop the whole jokes for like a minute. I genuinely got disturbed when this thing got fell over. Like, it, th- those noises did yeah, not no, sound Yeah, no, genuinely, okay. it was horrible. It, it genu- was really it disturbing. It genuinely sounded like they took an audio by of a baby crying and fucked with the audio, like, to make it more high-pitched and a bit more robotic, and it just turned into this demonic metal machine thing, but not in a scary way, in a... You kind of take pity on it. And yeah, it's supposed like, to be it- this, like, menacing, huge robot, and all you think is... I could tap this and it would start crying and I'd feel bad. Yeah. It's it's disturbing to to be honest. Like that noise is really disturbing. It really is. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. I think we need to talk about the actual accident that Murphy undertakes oh, yeah. um, at the beginning of the film. Um, one, it's his day on the job. That is like the worst, you, you know, first day in history. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this guy he goes in, he's like, "Ha, I've got you." And then suddenly it's the it's the meme of just all the people just coming in. It's like, no, we've got you. 
And then what what was it they did to him first? They like a guy he shot, shot his hand off. His hand off. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't really one, seem to like get bothered by one, that though. He just me starts being a hemophobe, by the way. <laughs> why? Why would we watch this? <laughs> Out of all the films we could have watched, why did we pick this one? Because I was watching this, I was like on the verge of like <laughs> you know being refined and having a panic attack, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I'm kind of okay because it you it like bits of it look fake, but it's like the skin hanging off. <laughs> And it, it, it's really bad, and like it's just like the way he starts hobbling. I was like, "Oh, that's actually not bad acting, to be honest." Yeah, and then, and then, then he it's starts... almost as if he's actually had that done to him. Yeah, and then what was it? He got the other, he got his other arm shot off. I'm like, "Oh, panic attack is happening," and it's just not good. And then suddenly they start, you know, shooting into him, and it, at that point, it got ridiculous. So I was like, "Oh, I'm fine." Um, I was just like this guy is just being torn to. Sh-. I'm just like he's dead. Yeah, he's very dead. And then what was? How did they explain it when they brought him back? That it was like they just turned him into a robot. End of. It, like they, so, um, the way that the description. You know what? I'll I'll read through it, and the, the way the oh. description reads it is so funny. It doesn't even explain it. Um, meanwhile, Officer Alex Murphy is transferred to the Metro West Precinct alongside his new partner, Anne Lewis, who basically kind of does nothing for a lot of this movie. Yeah, she's just kind Murphy of pers- Yeah, she, she is. Murphy pursues notorious criminal Clarence uh, Bodica and his gang. Emil Antonowski? What the fuck? That's a fun name. Emil Antonowski. Yeah. Like Emil. Emil. <laughs> Emil! Emil Antonowski, Leon Nash, Joe Cox, ah, nice, and Steve Min, who ambush and torture Murphy until Bodica shoots him in the head. Morton, Morton has Murphy's, cor- Murphy's corpse, bloody hell, there's so many M's. Morton has Murphy's corpse converted into Robocop, turning him into a powerful and heavily armoured cyborg with no memory of his former life. Robocop is programmed with free prime directives, serve the public, serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. A fourth prime directive, Directive 4, is classified. I mean, we all kind of know what's going to happen with that, though. It's clearly going to be used for something evil. Yeah. And it's very clearly going to be used against, <clears throat> like, Robocop himself. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with this film is the science behind yes. it. Yes. And um, <clears throat> so they decide... That, you know, this guy, you know, he's worth saving. Fair enough, okay? But this guy's dead. He's <laughs> flatlined, okay? He is very dead. <clears throat> there is nothing that can be done. Because this guy got shot in the head, okay? I get what they must have been getting at back in the 80s, saying, like, you know, oh, the brain is the most powerful computer there is. And... I totally get that, but the thing is, this does not hold up in any way, shape, or form. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because one, the brain isn't a computer; it's much more complicated than that. And two, say it could be used as a CPU. That thing has just been blown to shit, <laughs> and you cannot reconstruct that. Yeah, you like, can't rewire this brain. You can't just add some extra coding in there and fix it. Yeah, this like this thing does not RoboCop does not exist. They may as well have just, you know, made the the big chicken robot smaller 
they, they may have just done that and they may have just you know given it the directives and that was it that is all they should have done yeah, I 100% agree with that as well. Like, no matter what, you can't really just rewire a brain. You can't just turn it back on. It's not got a fucking switch. You can't, mm. like, there's nothing that can happen with that. That's just physically impossible. Like, yes, there is science to suggest that, like, you know, say you tragically happen to lose part of your brain, that, that your brain can rewire your body into, you know, functioning in the best, you know, capable way that it can. Yeah. That is a, that is a thing that happens. But the thing is, if you then destroy the brain, that just doesn't work. And on top of that, this guy doesn't have a body to rewire. Yeah, exactly. There's literally just memories to rewire, and they can't even do that properly. So all they've essentially made is a humanoid robot, and they've just mm. thrown some organs in there somewhere. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. And I, f- <laughs> I, I don't believe the words are coming out of my mouth. Robocop from when was it? It was 1987. Um, no, no, the new one. Uh, oh, 2014. 2014. I think they did that a lot better. I think they explained the um, the science and everything behind it so much better than they did. And obviously, that, uh, you know, that's a given. It's 1987, you know, compared to 2014. 2014 science. Like, obviously, that's going to be better. But the thing is, uh, obviously, I can't speak from experience because I, I wasn't around in 1987, but I'm pretty sure if you spoke to anyone of science about this film in 1987, they'd say, yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. Oh, God, what else do I have a problem with this film? Um, <laughs> there's so much. Well, how about I get through the uh, the next few paragraphs and whatever comes to mind, we can just Yeah, go it. for it, go for it. Yeah. Okay, so... Robocop is a science of Metro West and hailed by the media for his brutality, brutally efficient campaign against crime. But Lewis grows suspicious that he is Murphy from the unique way he holsters his gun, a trick Murphy learned to impress his son. During maintenance, Robocop experiences a nightmare of Murphy's hold, death. Hold up. Hold up. They wiped his memories. Yep. And yet he can okay. still do the, holst- the gun holster thing. And he has nightmares. And he has nightmares. They literally yeah, wiped okay. every single part of what the human brain can do and just, somehow it's happening yep. because they're trying to... Maybe it's just the power of love. Maybe that's what this movie is. <laughs> you feel the power, power of love. love. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I've just thought of another point that's completely ridiculous oh, for this film. Oh, go on. And I do love so, your points. So inappropriate. <laughs> it is. No, it is. The news reports. Oh, yeah in this movie they are so inappropriate the one that has stuck with me the most is the one near the ending where it's like yeah there is a terrorist attack and the guy's just smiling just delivering this news he's like yeah there is a terrorist attack here see with that i can kind of understand where they were going with it but they because they were trying so as from what i can tell they were trying to go for a more corrupt um futuristic detroit but it doesn't work as well as everybody says, because they're just saying, hey, this is a bad thing. <laughs> like, they're not right, okay. trying to spin it in a positive way. They're just saying, haha, look at the people die. Right. I get that, you know, the whole, you know, corruption thing. I get yeah. that. That doesn't mean you've got to make the news like that. Exactly. 100% agree. You don't, you don't have to do that. I, 100% I, I agree. Think... 
the way that they spun and filmed the news segments in this are completely ridiculous. It's and it is probably the most inappropriate thing about this entire film. My main theory like, for that like is that they were mind. given a certain runtime and they were told to remove certain stuff from the movie. So they just yeah. added that in instead to say that they're trying to send a message when they're not. They're just yep. trying to make it as gruesome and as brutal as possible. Yeah. Oh, and do you still have the uh, the directives up by any chance? Uh, um, for like, yeah, like what what his you know what his program is wasn't one of them like protect the public at all costs, serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. Okay, yeah, protect the innocent. Okay, like this woman. Okay, is being attacked. <laughs> oh god, I was so waiting to be able to bring this up. This guy, okay, just shoots through the woman's skirt into the guy's dick. How is that? How is that protecting the innocent? Yeah, you know, he hit the guy, but he still, like, he had to, like, fucking shoot the woman's skirt. Like, what if, okay, you know, she squirmed <laughs> and hit her in the leg? Literally, if she moved a, a millisecond, like, just an or, inch. Or even worse, because, like, she was being held up, wasn't she? Yeah. Like, at a weird angle. What if she squirmed? dropped down and her like knees bent a tiny bit and that went through her spine literally what like what is this movie this movie makes so many dumb decisions and even more later on that we we will 100% get to yeah oh and then like what was it um like the the, the another thing that's just sprung to mind it's like when Fucking his, his his partner goes back to the police force, whatever it is, and brings equipment for him. He's like he's like un- undoing his helmet. He's just like, you may not like what you see, and then he just takes his helmet off, and there's nothing wrong with his face. Yeah, literally, there's, there's nothing wrong with him at it's, all. It's, it, like, like it's know. not like she's looking at the back of his head as well. Like the back of his mm. head is slightly disturbing, but at the same time, yeah, you can oh, understand. That's incredibly disturbing, but like you can she's understand it. Face on, yeah. You know, but like, there's nothing wrong with his. He's just, you know, shaved his head essentially. And Maybe just it's like, just yeah. a commentary of the fact that he thought he was ugly. Like, he was just, <laughs> he was just really insecure about himself. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like him becoming a robot brought out his insecurities. Ah, oh, man, this film is completely ridiculous. Tell you what, I think we've covered this entire like moment. But basically, the one thing that I want to say is, for some reason, this movie just has like a montage of random crimes that Robocops goes goes around. But yeah, oh, yeah it's also so stupid because, like, they say on the newscast, it's like the first time ever we have had a terrorist attack. It's just like, yeah. So no, for the is. first time ever on the day that Robocop comes in. Hmm. You're, you're, you're not telling me that you don't think that's suspicious in the first place at all, that a terrorist attack comes on the same day that a literal cyborg is protecting your city? It's completely ridiculous. And then the way uh, he just throws him out the window. Yeah. He and, literally and, just shoots him enough for him to fall just, out the window. I've just thought of another thing, and it's about the news segments again. Like <laughs> they, filmed, they filmed Robocop just around some kids just looking at him. Yeah. You do not let kids mess with weapons of mass destruction. A literal weapon for the fucking city. It is the actual city's protection and weapon and like armed officer. He, he always should... has a gun on him. Mm. It's in his leg. And they're just all crowded around him, hugging him. Uh, it's so it's, stupid. 
there's so much wrong with this. It's like I I can't even like begin to like pick it apart more because of how ridiculous it is, and uh, I just can't. <laughs> I really is... can't. Anyway, David, do you want to do you want to continue continue with the yeah? Read? So um, I'm gonna like skip to the end of this because we basically like sorted all that out. We've so it, yeah. Robocop returns with a meal to Metro West and uses the police database to identify his associates and Murphy's police record. Robocop recalls further memories while exploring Murphy's former home. His family have moved away following his death. One, he's been dead for about... He's been dead for about two to three months. Yeah. They said, like, 90 days they can get a prototype in working. Like, in working order. He's been dead... And his wife has moved on. They they yeah. say she's moved on. She's married someone else, basically. Oh yeah. Three months later, she's married someone else. Did they not think about the fact that time exists and that people oh, follow the timeline did. of this movie? They, they thought, oh, shiny RoboCop. Yeah, big, like, big tall man big, shoot gun. Yeah. No one will think about it. Don't worry. <laughs> also, can I just say, Murphy's home is so fucking nice and is so is. stupid that he's just a normal first day Actually, cop. That's a point. He's essentially a beat cop. He's a rookie. Yeah, and he's got a house like that, and he's got one of the nicest corrupt-ity. houses in the world. It's got such a cool decor, and it's got like this futuristic like. Loads of screens all around the house. And it's not even like that's like them trying to sell the house. It's not they've set it up because there's still shit on the tables. Mm. There's a broken mug. There's like crap left everywhere. It's so stupid. I just. And another thing. Like you know when like he's having that when it's the nightmare sequence like yeah. you know when he's he's having that night and like you know the heart monitors are going crazy whatever it is. How did they not hear that? Literally, they're so like, loud. How how do they hear How do they one not hear the scribbles and two how do they not hear him like juddering about? Literally. So and and finally, why didn't they just shut him down when he stood up and walked out? Honestly, like, it's it's so why? so like, so dumb. Movie's got a movie, yeah, but like, <laughs> and like my I think my final point I think like off the top of my head for what is wrong with this movie is the final battle essentially. Uh, no, I've got two more points where he's obviously he's got his helmet off. Okay, that like yeah. this this thing, you know, is essentially bullet resistant. Okay, yeah. And it seems like that they're going for a vibe of, um, you know, the brain is the CPU, essentially. That's yeah. what they're kind of going for, I think, with this. Like, I, I could be completely wrong and just, you know, talking at me backside, but that's what they're going for. That's what I picked up on it. <clears throat> this yeah. guy doesn't have a problem about just facing these people head on without any face protection whatsoever. <laughs> He's fu- but later on, like earlier on, when he's getting shot at by all the police, he's covering his eye as if he's wanting to not get shot in the eye. But then later yeah. on, he's absolutely fine getting shot all oh. over his face. And then the guy the with the toxic there. waste. 
oh, toxic that, waste guy. That, that, that was so was disturbing. so unnecessary as well. That just yeah. that just happened because we saw him a couple of times being mm-hmm. a bit of a dickhead and a massive dickhead at the start. But one, my main go on. That was way too disturbing for what it was. <laughs> Two, I nearly had another panic attack. <laughs> was three, it when he got hit by the car? And three, no, 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 I was fine with that. Weirdly, <laughs> uh, three. That's not how toxic waste works. No, it isn't. It would burn his skin. It wouldn't just make him melt. Mm. He wouldn't become a human smoothie. Uh, it was so disturbing. <laughs> it was very disturbing. My my Ouch. main problem that I had with this entire film was the villains. Because at the start of it, they're just like some bank robbers. But then yep. two minutes later, they're full-on psychopaths that want to torture a man, shoot every single limb off, and then kill him. Yeah. How the hell did he go from robbing a bank to murderous psychopaths who want to destroy the city? Because mm. that's not... That's not they didn't say anything about that. They just said, we want to make money. You can't make they money said, if you destroy a city. They essentially said, oh, we got away with one crime. How about we get rid of, like... How about we try and get away with, like, bigger crimes? Yeah. That's essentially what they did. Um, they went from just, zero to a hundred. And there's, like, nothing... That like you're in the audience and you you just get whiplash from like how quick this just takes off. Yeah, and it's just it's completely ridiculous. And then the final bit, the final bit where he's in the office and he's like, "Okay, this man is a criminal. He's associated with X person, and uh, I cannot arrest him because he's um, a member of your board." They're like, "Oh, what's your evidence?" He does the knife thingy in the TV. You know, um, the evidence comes on. And it's just like, you know, where he takes the hostage and he's, he's at the window. And it's just like, hey, you're fired. You One, you, uh, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be thinking that. And two, <laughs> this is the big <laughs> thing. He just shoots him out the window and he's like, thank you. Yeah. And then walks off. I, and then, I, Robocop's an actual maniac in this movie. He's he's completely mental. He's insane. And granted, you could say that like he's been sent insane because they did all this to him. But that's I'm pretty sure that is covered in like the 2014 reboot, isn't it? Like he asks him, "What have you done to me?" He never asks this in this movie. He's just like, "I'm a robot yeah. now." Okay, that's fine. Oh, and another thing, um, like when he's you know going up to this office. And actually, no, never mind, you know, like, where were you? but before, like, you know, when, when the police are all shooting at him and stuff. Yeah. Again, just shut him down. Yeah. Just shut him down. That's all you've got to do. Just shoot and, him with enough bullets. If you don't even need to do that, just shut him down. <laughs> just push the off button. That's all you've got to do. Genuinely, and, just flick that switch. And they didn't do it. <laughs> it's that's... completely ridiculous and that's another thing that the 2014 version did better when he stepped out of line they shut him down like what was it he um realizes that he's this robot and that he's you know he he believes he's this sort of abomination and he starts running and like starts doing these you know stupid things and they're like yeah shut him down and he just ends up in a ends up in a field yeah and they just go pick him back up and they, and they keep doing that throughout that film, and with the 2014 version, it, like with this, with the original original RoboCop, it's more of a 
this guy was a person. Now he's just a now he's just a robot. Um, and at the end of the movie, he's kind of like a robot that realizes he was a person. Yeah. Whereas the twenty fourteen version, um, you know, it's got the mindset of this guy is still a person. Yeah. And he's having to try and like fight with the fact that these people have got control over him and that at any moment they can just do what they want with him and by the end of the movie he is essentially his own person he's just enhanced with robot parts that's what i think this movie should have done in the first place and i think that's why the 2014 version works more as a character piece because they could have made this into a full character piece of this character is a person who's able to be controlled, but he can sh- stop that. Yeah. Or no, it's literally just, I am robot. Yep. And honestly, <laughs> I think I'd prefer to watch I am robot. <laughs> that was one of the suggestions that came up for me. When I, was <laughs> that, 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 it, I was putting it in. That was, I, I think I was like trying to find it on like a streaming service first. I put it into Disney Plus and it was like, it was like warning me. It was like, are you sure you want to watch Robocop? Well, I sure? robot. <laughs> yeah. It was like, um, like Bradley Walsh, Bradley Walsh's reaction on the chase when Xander said that, you know, it's his yeah, favorite movie. Just, it's because it's looks a bad at him film. Like, it's like, what? Um, I don't think I've got much more to say about it. What about you? Um, I think the main thing I want to say is just um, yeah, this movie's real dumb. Like, it's not a lot really, really like not a lot really happens in like regards to brilliant storytelling. And I don't understand why this is Xander's favorite movie yeah. of all time at all. <laughs> like, there's not like there's not really much. There. It's just a schlocky like eighties sci fi movie. Yeah, and um, I think we can probably stop the joke there. Yeah, we can stop now. Um, yeah. In all seriousness, uh, Robocop. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it's actually pretty decent. <laughs> it was all right. It it's was all right. right. It's not amazing, <laughs> but um, it is pretty decent. There's some fun moments in there. The action's pretty fun to watch. Um, but if you're wondering about what this bloody podcast is and why we just suddenly said this, um, April Fools! <laughs> we got you. <ya>. Fuck <laughs> yeah, you, Xander. We didn't get rid of Xander, don't worry. He will be back uh, next week. Um, uh, probably later this week, actually. Oh, later this week. There you go. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, next week. He'll be back on the 5th. Essentially, there's not, like, you know, yes, Robocop has problems. I'm definitely not in any rush to see it again. I can understand why it's Xander's favorite film because this is, you know, it's, it's a dumb movie, but Xander Xander likes, likes dumb films, movies. Like, you know, he's, he's like that. Um, and I can understand that, and you know yeah. it has it does have a lot of fun moments, and some of the and the action was was quite a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody so much for listening to this one. Uh, it has been a little bit shorter than normal. This is just like a little bonus thing that we're doing for April Fools. Yeah, uh, I hope you enjoy the new logo as well. <laughs> is that staying up all week? <laughs> That's gonna stay up for the until the next podcast goes out. I'm gonna convince <laughs> Xander to keep it on until the next one goes out because that'll be the podcast that comes out and there people will be confused why we're saying this shit. <laughs> so well, I reckon if you want like, if you want the best experience of this one, you got to watch it early. you got to watch the day it comes out because it's going to be so funny to see Xander go mental on the, like, on the <laughs> profiles and shit. Yeah. Oh, if you're listening to this at some point in the future, well, you missed out, but I hope, I hope you enjoyed it. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> we, we had a laugh. <laughs> we did. Uh, James, um, but, I'm very sorry for making you nearly have a panic attack. I guess that's my April Fool's joke to you as well. Uh, don't, 
don't, don't, no, no, that's no, no, no. <laughs> um, but thank you everybody so much for listening. Um, Xander and David will be back next week. Uh, what day, what day, what day is the podcast coming out? Uh, this one's coming on the first, the next one will be coming out on the fifth. I believe that should be Godzilla v Kong. There you go, then. Um, I hope you guys uh enjoyed this one. Uh, make sure you listen to the next one as well. Yeah. Uh, we've been James and David. And we will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Xander. <laughs>